All right, so we're back with a fresh cup of coffee. Went to Sheets, did the right thing, got a proper cup. And I think today we're going to talk about friendships. I'm going to talk about some of the friendships that I've had in the past as a child and some of the friendships that I have now. Because one of the important things in having good friendships is maintaining them. And sometimes we don't always do a good job. But that's what we're going to talk about in today's podcast. So get ready. Okay, so my current locale is the same place I believe I was last time, or maybe the time, but no, it wasn't. It's not the same place I was last time. It's the time place I was before when I recorded it in that nice little clear parking lot where I had a bunch of traffic. Seemed like there was going to be some foot traffic around my area, but right for right now it's pretty good. There's nobody walking around. But let's go and jump into today's topic. I've got a couple things to do, so let's get this done. Let's have a good time. Let's enjoy. Got the creme brulee. Uh, I think I'm just going to stick with that until I find another spot somewhere that's good. I mean, I could go to a cafe, but you can't really talk to a cafe without everybody in your mouth, literally. I mean, I'm putting coffee in my mouth. I don't need people in my mouth staring at every word I'm trying to say, you know, trying to hear everything I'm trying to say. I mean, you want to listen to what I'm saying, you listen to the podcast. Don't, don't, don't mess with my, my situation. Or as, as um, what's that little rapper's name? I can't even think of his name. It's this little... Little guy in California, I guess he's making all the noise right now, but he has this song, uh, Don't Kill My Vibe. Yeah, don't kill my vibe when I'm trying to kill a podcast. I mean, record a podcast. You know how it's going. Coffee's coming in, waking up, all that crazy stuff. Got up this morning, did some notes. These are like the first few words I've said of the whole entire day, other than when I bought my coffee. The guy was like, um, you have a Sheets card? I said, yes. And that was it. Yeah, and I said, thank you. And that was it. That was it. Last, last of the vocab. And then here I am now recording this podcast. But let's just go on and get into it. So friendships. What is a friendship, first of all? Well, it's a relationship between two people. Normally it's not family. I mean, it can be with family, but we're just speaking in general. So it's a relationship between two people, a guy and a girl, two girls, two guys, guy, girl, guy, girl, a group of people. It's a friendship. It's a mutual understanding, a mutual exchange of ideas, feelings, experiences, all together develop a bond over time, people spend time together, just like you would with your siblings or counterparts or family or whatever you got going on, relatives, cousins, aunts, uncles, and so on and so forth, bosses, supervisors, colleagues, co-workers. You can have a relationship with anybody, but a friendship is uh, someone, or it's a relationship of trust and respect, should be of trust and respect to where both parties share their feelings and they're understood and respected for having different opinions. You don't have to agree with everything your friend says, but you do have to get along with that person if you're going to have a strong friendship. Now, some of the things we do to support friendships are, of course, spending time, um, hanging out, going to birthday parties, going to clubs, going to events, eating together, um, sharing stories from your own personal life, uh, something interesting happening at work, you call your friend, you talk about it, something bad is going on at home, you call your friend, you talk about it. Um, and sometimes you'll have falling out or fallouts with your friends, a little expression, fallout. Me and my friend had a falling out. Basically, you hear that with women because they're always, not in general, women are um, more talkative than men. Um, male relationships tend to be, how's it going? Doing all right. How's the wife? She's good. You know, he may talk about what's going on at home, but I mean, it's it's not, there's not as much emotions going on as far as in female relationships. Female relationships can be volatile, you know, where they could just spike at any minute and they just 
get all emotional, get in their feelings, and then cry, and this and that and this that. But sometimes it makes them better friends because women have that emotional need. Men have an emotional need, but it's not as strong as, as women. I mean, you can look in science, I mean, and get more information on that. But I'm sure you know how relationships work at this point. That's probably the whole reason that you're listening to this podcast, so you can you know, strengthen your relationships in other languages. You're learning English, so you want to have relationships with English people. But how do you foster a relationship? How do you foster a friendship, right? Friendships, hopefully, are at the start of a intimate relationship, but we're just talking about friendships in general. We may touch on intimate relationships, but we're just talking about friendships in general. So, what what do you do to support a friendship? Um, like I said, you have shared experiences. You're there for the person in a time of need. You... You display, you open some trust. You open the door of trust. You know, you open the window, you let some of your secrets out. They hold your secrets, and in turn, you do the same for them. A lot of times in a friendship, a good friendship, somebody will share a shameful event, something that's just very uh, discomforting to them, and they need to talk to somebody about it. They tell you in confidence, in good confidence. So you may have somebody tell you, oh, I want to say something to you in confidence. Or they don't even have to say it if they're your friend because they know you won't run and tell their business. But a lot of people have loose lips. Uh, there's, a, there's an expression that goes, loose lips sink ships. You have a lot of people that just run their mouth, they gossip. They hear something, you tell somebody you lost your job and they want to run, tell everybody. They know, next thing you know, the whole town's laughing at you or the whole city or your whole job's, you know, laughing at your coworkers, talking about you around the water cooler, you know, because they put your business out there. You want to build friendships with good people, people that you trust, people that you know will not tell your secrets. Um... So let's see, spending time is pretty much all you can do, sharing experiences, uh, buying gifts, people exchange gifts. Your friend tells you, oh, I've got a birthday, let me take a sip of this coffee real quick. Mm-hmm, creme brulee. But your friend tells you they have a birthday coming up, or they even tell you that their kid's birthday, it's their kid's third birthday or something like that. And you don't care about the kid, but it's your friend, so you care about the kid. Or at least you act like you care about the kid. You buy him a little gift, or you buy her a little gift, you buy her a little toy toy Barbie or something or you buy the boy a little toy train because it's your friend you respect your friend you want to be there for your friend and in a time of need your friend may need you to look after their kid even if you don't want to do it you'll do it because that's your friend friendships go deep sometimes friendships are stronger than family bonds some people have a hard time forming relationships with family members due to the fact that uh, it might be a chaotic environment there's just really been no good examples of how relationships are built how relationships are you know, respected and how they withstand the hands of time. It can be very difficult if people don't have those social skills, communication skills. So eventually you guys will see how all this stuff is connected. It's rolled into one. If you can't talk to people, it's hard to build relationships. You can't build relationships, you can't have good friendships. You can't have good friendships, you won't have a good relationship. If you don't have a good relationship, then indefinitely you'll be solo for the rest of your life. I mean, but that's just how it is. Um... But let me go ahead and just switch gears, and I'll talk about some of my relationships that I've had in my past, my friendships, some of my good friendships, maybe even some of the ones that were short, not long-lived. Uh, yeah, let's take a little break, and we'll get into that. So as a youth, um, elementary school, I can remember um, one or two people. One of my good friends was uh, Will. We'll call him Will. We won't say, well, his name's William, but people call William, they call people Will short for William. Uh, just like you call people Dick for Charles. If the name's Charles, you say Dick. Um, Richard, I think you call him Rich. Well, they have different names. I don't know. I mean, I don't get into all that, but 
Dude's name was William, called him Will, fifth grade. Uh, we hung out, we lived in the same tower. As I said, I was growing up in Okinawa, so you know that. And over there they have things called towers, and it's like nine stories of apartments. Basically, instead of having all the apartments spread out over the town, they have them all stacked up in one place like you might see in some of your larger cities. Um, but yeah, Will and I, we went to the same school, we hung out after school, we played video games together. Um, he was, I'm not going to say he was more popular, but he was pretty, he was more of an extrovert. I'm an introvert, you know, I'm somebody who just likes to watch, observe, do things on my own. I'm more of a one-on-one -on -one person. Will's the type of guy that would sit there and talk to multiple people at the same time, hang with this person or hang with that person. If you're my friend, I'm hanging with you. I'm not really concerned with everybody else. So we would hang out, do different things. Uh, karate, he joined karate. I was already in karate. Uh, we played basketball, wasn't really into basketball. And we had a couple of situations where, you know, you get mad. I mean, this is a you know elementary school relationship or friendship. So, I mean, you get mad and you, you throw the ball at each other and you don't talk for one or two days. Next thing you know, you're laughing again and you, and you get back together. But there's always that uncomfortable silence, that uncomfortable moment when you have a disagreement. So you might be talking to your friend. Let's just say, you know, an adult relationship, you're talking about sports. You're like, oh, I like the Bears. And the other guy's like, I like the Cougars. And you're like... Yeah, that's cool you like the Cougars, but you do realize that the Bears is a better team. He's like, yeah, the Bears is a good team, but the Cougars just have outperformed them over the years. You know, so you start to have that, that compromise or that back and forth with the thing, the table shifts, but sometimes people can't recover from that. Uh, but one thing I will tell you that will destroy a relationship is a girl or a guy. If it's two girls, then it'll be a guy. If it's two guys, then it'll be a girl if they do not respect boundaries. So here are the rules with uh, maintaining a relationship, especially in your adult life. If you have a girlfriend and you bring her around your friends, you know, they're all men, you know, or, or even women, because sometimes women like girls or men like, what you know, the, you know how that stuff goes. But anyway, so if you have a girlfriend, you bring her over to your friend's house, you're like, hey man, this is my new girlfriend, or my new friend I'm kicking it with. You introduce her and she might look like Kim Kardashian you know, or Coco, or Selma Hike, or whoever you think's beautiful. And you could say, well, look, um, I need to run over here to my mom's house, or I need to go take care of something for a couple hours. I'm going to leave her here with you. You can trust that he won't do anything to her. He won't say anything inappropriate. He'll treat her just like he would treat you because he respects the relationship. Now, if it's not a good friendship, then you can expect this person to do some shady things and try to make advances on her. Same with women. If two women, you know, are hanging out one of them has a boyfriend she brings her around her friend the worst thing the other girl could do is try to make a play for her boyfriend you know to sabotage her relationship sometimes they, women do that you hear about it i mean some can get catty like that not all women but some can get catty like that um but if there's that mutual respect like what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine but at the same time there are some things that you can't share with another person they respect that they respect that uh, just like if your friend allows you to come over to the house, uh, you guys are, let's say you, you tie one on, you have a good night of drinking, right? You got some beers going, you got some wine going, wine glasses, whatever. And, you know, you're unsafe to drive home. They say, hey, just go and crash on the couch, you know, or here, you can sleep in my kid's room. Or here, you can sleep in the spare guest room. And they got all their stuff spread out. They got their documents out there, credit cards, watches, jewelry, TVs, monitors, DVDs. But they're not worried about you stealing anything because they trust you. See, that's what you have in a good relationship. Now, if you're at somebody's house, or a good friendship, because it is a relationship, it's a form of relationship. But now, if you go over to somebody's house and they're like, 
oh, you want to stay here? Hold on. And they go put all their stuff up. That means there's not a high level of trust. I don't have relationships with people like that. Everybody I trust, you come in my house. If you come in my house, then you are somebody that I really respect and I really trust. I know I can trust you with what you see, what you hear, what you experience while you're in my house. Um, but like I said, those people that socialize with multiple people and say everybody's their friend, everybody's not your friend. You, nobody has 15,000 friends like you see on Facebook. It just doesn't exist. You may have, in life, you're lucky if you have one to two friends, like good friends, three, four, five on a good day. You know what I mean? You, you've lived a really good life. People that you can call your friend. So that would be if you're in a situation to jam. You know, you're sitting here, you're like, man, you got to pay $500, you don't have the money. You can just call this person up. If they have it, they will help you. If they don't have it, they will try to get you help to get it. Um, in the middle of the night, 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, you got hit by a deer or something, or you hit a deer or you, your car got crushed. You need somebody to come out in the pouring rain, lightning, this person will do it because that's a true friend. There's a lot of people that say they're real friends and they're not. They're fake. That's what they call it. They call it fake. But I don't deal with fake people. You probably don't deal with fake people. But we know that fake people do exist. They pretend to do everything. They'll show up for all the good times. They'll show up for all the food. You're having a party. They'll come eat your food. You're having some drinks. They'll come drink up your stuff. But when it comes to, hey, man, I need you to, um, my car's broke down. I need you to take me to the store. Oh, they're not available for that. They're not available for that. So those are fake friends, right? But I, um... Like I said, along with Will, I had another friend, uh, Kopi Koyula Miller. You may have heard me talk about her, I think, way back in the beginnings of this uh, podcast. I used to talk about, you know, different people. But Kopi, I think, was one I talked about. She was a female. So I'd say that was my first female friend, like real friend, you know, pal, buddy. We would hang out. We were in karate again. A lot of this happened in Okinawa because that's where I grew up. And, um, you know, she was a girl, so you couldn't treat her like you would with the boy you know I mean you had to talk to her softer you know she was more emotional you know so I guess this is like it was a good experience a good stepping stone to get into how to build relationships with females because they're very different the next friend I had was more of a um I'm not gonna say intimate relationship because it's still fifth sixth grade but this was more of a um a flirtation thing but with this particular situation with Kopi, um, she had some strict parents. Uh, she scraped her knee, fell, you know, as kids do. Her parents would cuss her out. She had good grades in school, straight A's. She wore glasses. People would say she was a nerd. Shoot, maybe I was a nerd. But um, looking back, she was far from a nerd. She was just a very focused girl, uh, a girl with high goals and parents that pushed her, I'm going to say, way too much. I'm sure she probably whacked all of her hair off and just dieted and started dating women at this point just because her parents were so strict you can't be hard too hard on your kids you know you, you just can't be too hard on your kids i mean they're going to make mistakes you got to allow them room to make mistakes but if you just sit there and try to rule over them with an iron fist or something and don't allow a kid to be a kid then i mean they're going to have problems when they grow up and i work with a lot of those people that have had those problems they just don't know how to build relationships because they were never allowed to do it they weren't allowed to make mistakes and now they make poor decisions as an adult but Kopi was a good friend of mine. Um, we did have a situation where we were kind of, I'm not even going to say messing around because we didn't even know what we were doing, but I do remember a situation where, you know, it wasn't no handshake, it wasn't a kiss, but it was just a couple of different things that we were experimenting with, sensations and feelings, because as we were growing up, exploring our own bodies, you know, we didn't really know what was what or what to do. Nobody had watched any adult movies or nobody had read anything. It was just kids being kids. You put two people in a room, they get close. But kids in the room, they get close. I mean, it's just what happens. It's nature, right? 
What does this do? What does that do? Um, but as I, you know, grew up, I uh, started developing relationships um, in high school. Um, I was, like I said, I mean, I could probably count the number of friends I have on both hands, you know, or people I've called my friends on both hands. I'm not, you know, 30, 30 deep with people. I have acquaintances. I have several acquaintances, people that I know of, people that I associate with, but I wouldn't say they're my friends. I wouldn't ask them to do nothing. I got like two people in my phone, right? Well, three people in my phone right now that I would call if I needed something, like really, really, really needed something or needed to talk about something. Everybody else, I mean, it is what it is. Um, maybe a fourth also because um, that particular person was a relationship I had and we still have a good relationship today. I don't care if the lady gets married or not. Uh, I know if she ever called me and said, hey, I got something going on, she can come through, no problem. Even if I got something going on because it's just how cool we are. So this is a relationship that I had after a relationship. You, I mean, you spend a lot of time with some you know, lady or man or whatever. You guys have an intimate relationship. You live together and things like that. You just have this bond. You just have this bond, lifelong bond. So you have this good relationship. I don't know why people have all these nasty memories of old uh, relationships and stuff like that. I just, I just don't even waste my time with them. I mean, why would you even get in a relationship with somebody that you didn't have a friendship with first? But that's what people do. You know, drugs and alcohol, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and you throw in sex on top of that, and it's just a whole other situation. But, like I said, there's a number of different relationships and friendships. Um, oh, I've got an interesting uh, question I'll bring up for you. We'll take another short break. Now, something that you probably heard um, that's going around, I guess it's a controversial topic. Not too controversial, it's just commonplace. But uh, women think that men can't be, not going to say women, but men too, but people think that men and women can't be friends as adults. They think that men and women can't be friends. I don't know why they can't. I mean, it's the same, the same respect that goes with anything. I think anybody that thinks a man can't be friends with a woman or a woman can't be friends with a man is insecure in themselves because if you're secure in your relationship, you're not worried about it. Why can't your girlfriend have friends, guy friends? You know, if you trust her and she handles herself, then she can, you trust her to handle herself. If she goes out there and doesn't handle herself correctly, then you drop her. I mean, they just saved you a headache. Same thing with the guy. If a guy's hanging out with some girls, he goes out there, messes with the lady, I mean, drop them. That person's just doing you a favor. You can't, you, you can't think that you control people, even if they're your friend. You, you can't control your friends. When you try to manipulate people, that's when you've already crossed your boundaries. You have to respect that person as a person to make their own individual decision. You can't impose your ideas and beliefs on them. You can share your ideas and beliefs. They don't have to respect it. They don't have to agree with everything. But as long as at the end of the day, you guys can come together in a mutual understanding, then you do have some semblance of a relationship, a friendship. Um, and then, you know, we have different levels of that. You know, you have people say, this is my best friend or not so distant cousin or brother from another mother, sister from another mother. Uh, this is when you pretty much adopt someone into your little circle, your immediate circle. You might even put them on your emergency contact list at work. You know, if you were to have a fatal injury at work, who should they contact? No need calling your mom because she doesn't answer the phone, but they'll call your friend and your friend will get in touch with everybody because your friend knows who your sister is, your friend knows who your mom is, your dad, where people live where to get in touch with people, what to do if you're allergic to something. This is somebody who's a dear friend, I would say. Somebody who's just all up in your business. It's an intimate relationship, but it's platonic. You know, there's no sexual stuff, but it's just that conveying of information. Because you need to form relationships. No man is an island. You know, no woman is an island. You need relationships to 
get along in the world. I mean, a lot of people think that you can do everything on your own. Yeah, you can do a lot on your own, but you can get a lot farther with other people. Not saying you got to join and hook up with everybody, but if it's a couple people that you trust, then you'll have an easier time. Arnold Schwarzenegger, I've mentioned him before, he's got some excellent uh, information on YouTube. If you ever watch any of his little inspirational stories and he talks about how he got to where he is today, he'll tell you that he did not do it on his own. As big as he is, he's a freaking Terminator, the uh, damn commando from the movie, but as big as he is, he didn't get there on his own. He said, thanks to all his teachers, all his trainers, all the spotters, all the people that supported him, and he's still learning, and he's had mentors throughout his life. So some of those people I'm sure were friends, but those were relationships that he built, he fostered to get to where he is today. Nobody gets there alone. You can try, but you only get as far as you can. Like, I mean, you take, you take any accomplishment or anything you have. Okay, maybe it took you three years to get there, and you did it all on your own. Yes, you did. But with relationship, maybe you could have got there in a year, two weeks, two days. Make the right connection. Even if you don't have that connection, maybe your friend has that connection. So it's your network. You have to build a network. You know, a lot of people just don't have those um, people skills and communication skills, but there are classes where people can build it up if they don't have it. Now, we'll take one more little break here because I don't even know how long I've been going. I know the last one was pretty long-winded. And I'll talk about um, maybe one or two bad uh, examples of bad relationships or friendships that you can have with someone that you need to just drop. You know, if it's toxic, if it's just not healthy for your for your situation or it's a, it's a barrier to your success and what you're trying to do. So the only real example I can think of in this situation is when I was, um, like I said, back again in fifth grade. So I hung out with Will, I hung out with uh, Frank, I hung out with Joe. Those were acquaintances, friends that I made or acquaintances that I made through Will. Um, we would all hang out, everything was cool, blah, 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 blah. We'd go out and mess with the girls, talk, blah, blah. But there was this other kid named Greg. I could not stand this guy. Will liked him. I don't know why he liked him. He hung out with the I could not stand this guy, but this guy was always there whenever we hung out. He's always there, and it seemed like he always tried to pick on me. I don't know why he wanted to pick on me, but he just picked on me. Um, he'd just say stupid stuff, you know, like, what'd you do that for? Or, you know, come up and try to uh, slap you. Not slap you like like a slap, like if you hurt somebody, but just, you know, a little nitpicking stuff. Or, you know, you got a shirt or throw food at you. You know, just just picking. That's what they call it, picking. You know, why are you, why are you picking on me? Um, but I remember we had a situation where, I was like, dude, I was like, I don't like you, man. Like, just go over there, you know, I don't, I don't want to be friends with you. You know, you're a kid. So, of course, the words didn't come out like this because I was a kid, didn't really know how to communicate that well. But uh, basically, I said, you know, I don't, I don't want to hang out with you. And what really did it, what took the cake, is one day we were at lunch, right, sitting there in the lunchroom. I was eating by myself. My other friends had their little classes and stuff going on. So, you know, they separate the kids and lunch and all this stuff but this kid this great kid he comes over there i'm eating my sandwich by myself you know in the lunchroom okay i'm already in the lunchroom I, i'm a loner so i'm sitting in the lunchroom eating my sandwich and he comes standing over me and he's like what are you doing i'm like i'm eating lunch but while he's talking he's got his mouth full of food and food's flying out of his mouth i was like man you're getting food over the way all over the place and then he intentionally you know goes and spits food at me so i'm like Everybody's looking, you know, I'm in the freaking cafeteria. It's like 60 kids, you know, everybody's looking. So I freaking get up 
and I don't say anything. I just stand up, you know, just rise up from the table. I'm like, I don't know if I want to slam his head into the table, punch him or what. So I just take my sandwich that I was eating and just smash him in the face with it. <laughs> smash him in the face with my sandwich. And he's like, what'd you do that for? And I just threw my tray away and left. Um, I had another situation with this kid because he, after, you would think after that he got the message. You would think after that he got the message, but he did it. So, I don't know, next year or whatever, time passed, and um, there was another situation where, okay, me and my sister were in the same school. Now, this is seventh grade, you know, so like I said, I'm an introvert anyway. So, this is seventh grade. This kid follows me to school because Will had already went back to this day. So, Greg's still in the school. I'm not dealing with this kid. I don't like this kid. But he's just, just somewhere keeps popping up in my freaking circle, you know. So, I'm walking. I was in seventh grade. My sister would think she was a senior. We're in the same school. I'm walking by her class. She wasn't in there, but it was like class full of seniors. I'm a freaking uh, seventh grader. We had seventh grade in the high school. I'm walking by the class, and I had just had a haircut. My hair was all nice and clean, and you know the back was shaved up pretty good. It was a little fade or whatever haircut they had. And he just smacks me in the back of the head in front of everybody. You know, not like trying to knock me out, but there was this thing people used to do, and it would just make this loud sound. So everybody looks up sees me get smacked in the back of the head and they're just like everybody's like you know holding their breath to see what i'm gonna do and he's sitting there laughing like a dummy right so i turn around not fully turn my head i look back at him i raise my left hand right like back i backhanded this kid out of the freaking doorway because see i wasn't trying to fight i wasn't trying to punch people and do all this i just raised my hand turned looked at him he's like like what is he gonna and i just backhand him. I just let my left hand fly. He fell back at the thing. The whole class laughed. And I was just like, oh my gosh. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, if you take me to that, I'm a nice guy. I'm really a nice guy. But if you take me to that point, then I have to react. You can't do something like that in front of everybody, you know. But anyway, that was a uh, situation. And then later, this same kid, when I came to the States, um, somehow he ended up in my school again I, I don't know i guess it's just with military kids we, we travel around in the same the same areas yeah will was in the military everybody on kenzer was in the military their families were in the military so the kids just you go to havelock you go to another base anyway but this kid uh i went to havelock high school and this kid showed up there but he wasn't in school he wasn't in school because he had been kicked out of school and he had failed a grade, so he was still in middle school. I'm in high school, ninth grade. This kid's still in, like, seventh grade. Um, so what happened is uh, I said, well, what happened, man? You know, because we're older now. You know, we're 13, 14. So you know, the conversation's a little different. It's like, what's going on? He's like, all right, what's going on? I say, he, he told me about his, his grades and all the stuff like that. And he'd been kicked out going to other school. But I could already tell by his dress and just his appearance that, yeah, he was definitely on the dark side. He definitely went to the dark side. I mean, already, I mean, just with my interactions with him as a kid, I mean, he wasn't really one of those achievers trying to do things positive. He was just getting into trouble, picking and stuff like that. So I guess eventually he ended up joining a gang and getting into some trouble in there when he's great. So he probably dropped out ultimately. I mean, I graduated. I haven't seen him since. I know I see him now. It would be a situation where I'm like, okay, is this guy trying to rob me or what? You know, I'd have to defend myself. We're adults now, you know. This isn't high school. This isn't middle school. But um, those are a couple examples of um, relationships, friendships. Like I said, it's all a, a, a mesh, you know. It's just a, a combination. But 
like I said, if you take anything from this, remember that in order to have a good relationship, you need to have trust, you need to have communication, you need to have mutual respect for ideas, opinions, and possessions of others, right? Uh, to have a relationship with someone, you need to have all those things and then some. You need to have intimacy. You need to have some type of attraction. You need to have that, um, that bond, you know, so the emotions can, can, can start to grow. I hate when people sit here and they'd be like, uh, they met somebody one day and they'd be like, oh, they're in love. You're not in love. You're infatuated with the person. You're, you're not in love. There's no love that you're going to just find in a day. It just doesn't happen. It meant for like maybe 1% of the population. And the other half of that percent is going to be the people that you hear about in a story. But in real life, if you want to really have a good relationship, you'll, you'll deal with people that you trust. Deal with people that you respect. You won't force anything. You won't be like, oh, I've got to go see Sarah just because she's my friend and we need to spend time together. No. You're gonna, people are going to respect your time alone. People are going to respect what you do. You're going to respect what they do. And when you get together, you have a good time. You laugh. You get together on a mutual thing. Like today, I'm actually going to go hang out with one of my friends. Well, I'm going to go fishing. He's a fisher just like me. So that's our common ground. We get together on fishing. We don't really talk about too much else. I mean, we talk, you know, about life and this and that. But fishing is a thing. He's the only other person that I've seen, I'd say, outside of my sister that I deal with that can outfish or deal with, you know, the, the demands of fishing. This guy, me and him went fishing one day. It was about 3 o'clock. We fished from 3 o'clock till about, I don't know, 4 o'clock in the morning. I was like, I got to go. He was like, I'm going to stay here. So we almost fished 24 hours, you know, 24-hour fish. Uh, I think he ended up going home like 10 o'clock the next morning. I mean, no sleep, just hardcore, went to sleep on the pier. But we're going to go get it in today. We're going to go out there to Moorhead, see if we can get on some um, drum or some Spanish mackerel or something like that. But I'm going to finish this coffee, and I'm going to leave you guys with that. Hope you have a good one, and I'll see you in the next one.